0: do you look here most of the time
1: um not all the time but i try to look at the camera every now and then all right so let's get started
0: <laughs> this is natural
1: It's <laughs> <That's> very natural <laughs> <laughs> you are now tuning in to the legit photography podcast a podcast for aspiring photographers looking to get legit this year by booking dream clients and working on projects that you are passionate about I'm your host, Amanda Seriano, and today I have a special guest here with me on the show. It's my husband, Rob Gemmell. Hey, Rob, thank you for coming on to the show.
0: Hey, Amanda, thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> is that As natural? You,
1: <laughs> <laughs> As you can probably tell, this is our first time having a joint podcast episode, but I'm really excited to dive right into this topic and have Rob on the show because. It's a topic that really involves him. So without further ado, let's get right into the meat and potatoes of the episode. On a side note, me and Robert are vegetarians now. (laughs) (laughs) Let's
0: get right to the mushroom and potatoes of this.
1: (laughs) Um, Today's episode is for anyone who is getting started and is looking for, I guess, buy-in from their partner and just finding ways to create a healthy relationship because starting a business takes a lot of work. And a lot of work takes time, and so a lot of that time might come from, you know, the day-to-day with your partner or with your friends and family. And so on this episode, we're going to talk through 10 different ways that me and Rob have found balance and our advice for anybody kind of looking for guidance on this issue or topic, not issue, opportunity. (laughs) All right. What do you think about this episode, Rob? Are you excited to dive in?
0: I am very curious. (laughs) (laughs)
1: okay let's get right into it all right so number one explain your dream and how you plan on getting there and so what i mean by that point is depending on what type of business you're starting whether it's photography or anything else you want to make sure that your partner understands what you're getting yourself into and like what the outcome is of all of the work that you're putting into it so when we when we were first getting started um I knew what I wanted out of, you know, putting in this work and it was to have a photography business that was susta- like that was a sustainable, you know, a part of our lives, an opportunity for me to be creative and meet really awesome people and get paid to do the work that I wanted to to do, right? And so this was a challenge when I first got started because obviously I didn't know anybody that was looking for a wedding photographer and I didn't know anybody that was willing to trust somebody that was brand new in the industry. And so early in my career, I had to message a lot of people every single day for like three hours, kind of like cold calling on Facebook. And so that took a lot of time from our hanging out. Right. So typically before I, we, I got started, I would be, um, you know, just like watching Netflix, doing our thing. We would go to the park and like we hang out all the time. essentially. <laughs> and so when when I got started and really dived into looking for clients Um, like I spent a lot of time on my phone and a lot of time on the computer and I think the first thing you want to do with your partner before kind of just diving right into it is to explain what your dream is and where you want to go and why you're doing what you're doing. Um, Rob do you want to shed light on what it was like kind of going into that transition and and um, being with somebody that was mostly on their phone after work and um, like what what from your point of view did everything look like?
0: Well let's be clear, you were always always on your phone. <laughs> but um <laughs> but yeah, for uh explaining your dream. Um I think that's super important and I think it kind of happened organically. So uh it was kind of just a slow process in the beginning where we just talked a lot, had open conversations, so we kind of always had an idea of where that was going. Um, And then it kind of developed into uh, bigger dreams. And uh, um, I guess for me, it was kind of nice because I'm involved a little bit as the second shooter and to learn all this stuff. So if it was you just doing this stuff all on your own and I had no interest and uh, didn't want to hear about any of that or anything, I guess it would be kind of totally different. So it worked out that, creative field and we're both kind of interested in it by kind of I mean you're obsessed
1: (laughs) yeah so I don't know if we've already explained this but me and Rob work at this wedding photography business uh, together on the day of someone's wedding and so I am the main photographer and Rob is the second shooter and so uh, throughout the day we kind of split up and then come together at different events so in the morning I will hang out with one group Rob will hang out with the other group and Probably meet up right for the first look if the couple decides to have one, and then the ceremony again. And so it's really fun actually working with Rob because we see events through different perspectives and and get to bounce ideas off each other. And so I feel really lucky that I'm I have somebody in my life that also enjoys photography because uh, I do spend a lot of time doing it, and so I would feel really bad if he didn't. <laughs> But anyways, if you are not with if you are with somebody that is not really into photography, I think explaining your dream and why you're doing what you're doing will really help them feel a part of the process. Um, that way they, you know, can see your journey and be part of it. Um, but I don't want to jump too far ahead because some of the other tips will kind of talk through that as well. And so, number one, explain your dream to your partner and explain why you're doing what you're doing and how you plan on getting there. Um and-
0: Just to add a little something to that um, about explaining your dream, I think the most important thing is the passion. So no matter what, I mentioned earlier that I might not be interested in photography and that would be harder. But realistically, even if you were doing something I wasn't interested in at all, uh, hearing your passion and how excited you are about it, you're still going to be supportive of that um, no matter what. So um, I think as as long as you're passionate. If it was for different reasons or different motivations, it might be a bigger challenge.
1: Yeah, you'd probably see a little, like, you'd see past that. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so number two, set expectations with your partner. So um, starting a new business and doing a whole lot of new work, um, like, brings on a new lifestyle. And so I've had honest conversations with Rob already, kind of like, um, like in our first year i was like um so i really want to do this wedding photography thing and what that means is we're going to be giving up a lot of our weekends is that something you're okay with right and so we had that conversation and thankfully i have a really supportive husband and he was really okay with that uh, as far as i know <laughs>
0: yeah, i think there's um positives and negatives about that one we're working um so that could be seen as a negative i guess you're taking away uh Um, the time to hang out, but at the same time, we get to do new things, new experiences, and it's fun to share those. So for example, at a wedding, we might have fantastic food, and it's way better being able to talk about that the next day um, with you when you've had the same food, so the same experiences versus me just saying, oh my gosh, that was amazing. So that's nice. Um, And the same with uh, the destination weddings or even the different venues and things like that. Um, So although it is work there's still fun mixed in with it
1: another way you need to kind of set those expectations is by talking about salary um right now i work full-time at a a, like somewhere else where i make a baseline salary and so down the line if i decide to go full-time um we've already had that conversation on what we can expect in terms of how much money I'll be bringing in and having that support from your spouse is so important because then you don't have to feel that extra burden of the finances. Like sure in your first year of going full time, you won't make the same amount of money where you like you used to work and maybe you will, I don't know your story, (laughs) but if you don't, that's totally okay. Um, And do yourself a favor and explain and set expectations with your partner so that you can, you can kind of get that support from them as well because, um, it's, it's very vulnerable. Like it, it takes a lot out of you and it's, it, you're putting yourself in a vulnerable position when you talk about finances, especially if you're like me and you kind of grown up really paying for a lot of things on your own. Um, I got my first job when I was 16 and then like was paying for all my own things right from that point. Um, and so kind of, you know, not making as much money in my first year will be a bit difficult, but I, I feel really supported by Rob. And so I know having that honest conversation with him helped me not feel that burden. And again, if you're in a situation where your partner isn't your second shooter, uh, set the expectation on what they can expect from, let's say, your, your your upcoming year or in your summer. So if that means working a little bit more so that you can get closer to your dream job, uh, let them know what you mean by that. So like, let's say, out of the, the 4, 8, 12... 12 uh, weekends in the, the summer whether there's more or less let them know like how many of those weekends you'll be working doing weddings or doing styled shoots or setting up behind the scenes videos like whatever it is that has to do with your business let them know in advance so they can you know mentally prepare for that the third thing that you want to have a conversation with your partner about is sacrifices so Earlier, in tip number two is kind of like set expectations around salary and in terms of time allotments and where that goes. You also want to talk about the different types of sacrifices you're going to be making. Um, in your first year, you might, again, not be bringing in the same amount of money. And so that might mean that you go out and eat less or you don't buy as like expensive gifts for each other. Or maybe you don't take any trips that year. And maybe you are able to figure out ways to do all those things if they're really important to you. But at the end of the day, you do need a certain amount of money to start up a business and and live comfortably, and maybe uncomfortably at some points, and that's totally cool too. <laughs> um, but having those conversations so that you and your partner are on the same page is super key.
0: Mm-hmm. Even to do with uh, long weekends and things like that, where you might normally go hang out with friends at a cottage or camping, just knowing that with this on the horizon. Uh, if an opportunity comes up, this is going to be the priority. So make sure everyone's aware too. So whether it's a wedding on Thanksgiving or a wedding on a long weekend and you have to leave a family reunion a day early, just just being aware of that and uh, knowing that those are kind of the expectations that are going to get you where you want to be.
1: Yeah, that's actually a really good point because those are two things that we've had to do this year. Tip number four is to ask for support and to show your partner what kind of support you need. And what I mean by that is um, in my first year when we we started this business, I found that I was kind of, like, overextending myself a bit. And so what that looked like was I was working almost every weekend. I was, kind of, I was investing in education, and so doing that during the week and setting up opportunities to develop the business whenever I had free time. And so I kind of burnt out in my first year for a little bit. And I asked for support from Rob by, like, helping more with, like, chores around the house or uh, taking on taking hand me on more walks than than like usually we, we split everything in half but Rob started taking on more of those types of responsibilities so that I can still continue putting in that time towards the business and and that was honestly like such a lifesaver saver lifesaver life <laughs> it was such a lifesaver and it's something that I really appreciate Rob for and um, I've told him many times And yeah, like, honestly, I'm just letting him know the kind of support I need and what that looks like. Um, What do you think, Rob?
0: I think from my perspective, that was kind of um, obvious that, I mean, if we both come, we used to both come home from work and um, we might watch some TV, go for a walk with Hammy, do those kind of things. Um, But when we come home and you're working for three hours at night, it seems it seems kind of ridiculous for me to then say like, hey, I did the dishes yesterday. Why don't you do the dishes? So it just became like kind of an an obvious thing where w- if you're working, I I need to, to hold up my end of the bargain. So, yeah. So I've taken on more of the cooking and cleaning. And uh, you mentioned Hammy, but I'm not sure I do do more than. Do do. <laughs> 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 but I'm not sure I do do more than half of that <laughs> well you
1: used to before your knee injury. Ma- maybe it's the <laughs> knee yeah yeah the <laughs> knee changed everything Rob has a knee injury now so I do more hammy walks <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is fine
0: and it's um. only been a year <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor,
1: your poor knee um but yeah as an added benefit Rob has really become an amazing chef
0: <laughs> and I'm enjoying it too
1: yeah So tip number five is to talk to your partner about what they need to be happy and then find a way to kind of like get that for them. You know what I mean? So like what I mean by that is um, I know Rob really loves to go back home and see his family. And so making sure that we would leave some weekends free so that we can go do that, uh, especially during times that we know that the family gets together. So like for Easter, they always have like a get together or Thanksgiving. And so. If let's say we had a, an event um, during that those weekends, making sure that we take the long trip to go see family because I know that's really important to Rob. And also the food is really good when we go visit. <laughs> so tip number six is to set boundaries and rules. Rules? Rules are boring. What do you mean by that? Well, I mean just making sure you're on the same page for different things. So like one of the big rules that me and Rob have is to not make plans from Monday to Friday unless we talk about it and there's like a plan in place because we don't like to leave um, our dog, Hammy, alone um, after working at our jobs in the morning. And so um, we don't make plans Monday to Friday unless we have friends who are like, "Bring, bring Hammy along. And then we're like, okay, cool. But otherwise, we really try not to make plans from Monday to Friday unless, again we know that Rob is working from home one of those days. So that way we can guarantee that he's not home alone all day. And so that was one of the rules that we make, even though we do have things that we could do to help develop the business that happened from Monday to Friday. But that is one of our rules.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Another thing that we try not to do, and it's not necessarily a rule, but a, like a, it's basically a rule, but we try not to do two things in one weekend. So even though we have Saturday and Sunday, if we make plans on the Saturday, um, we typically don't make plans on the Sunday because we'll be too tired for the week that is coming up. Um, there's always exceptions. Like sometimes, you know, you'll have birthdays, like your best friend's birthdays. We we still try to make it up to those when we can. And if those happen on Saturday and Sunday, then probably we'll have to do that. But typically in our planning, we don't try to fill those, those days because – we as much as like work that we put into this business and to our jobs and to hammy we do like our time off and to relax and decompress and and go on uh, walks when Rob's not injured (laughs) and maybe see a movie sometimes but yeah we reserve those days that's one of our rules so tip number seven is to share your wins and your losses with your partner and the reason why we suggest to do this is because you really want to make them feel like they're part of the journey and even if they're not an integral part of your your business, like Rob is my second photographer, so he's part of my business. And if they're not and they're, they're just kind of like seeing your business from afar, let them know the wins and losses. And that can be as simple as I had a client call today and it was amazing. Like I really vibed with them and I love the sounds of their wedding. It sounds like they're going to book and I'm so excited because um, I like – nothing makes me happier than to book a wedding with people that that are like like like-minded and um are putting a like a wedding together that you're just excited to photograph right and so anytime anything good happens or even anything bad I usually share it with you Rob
0: yeah and I think that's really important that was uh I don't know something we just talked about recently that wasn't really planned out when we started this journey it just I guess it was just always kind of a thing we always talked about everything but in hindsight I think this would have been a massive um, plus to know all of those wins so know when you're out doing photography because you're trying to get this specific shot or you're trying to get a sunset shot or uh, you want that shot in snow and that kind of thing just knowing all those things or even social media like learning something new about social media or uh, doing a podcast hearing about how passionate you are about those and um, what those are going to bring to the development of uh, the wedding photography gig. Um, I guess it just kind of opens a window so I see what you're doing and the progress so um, when you're on your phone and I ask you a question and you're still on your phone I'm thinking okay you're probably on one of those like you're learning about social media or something and I'm not too concerned about it um whereas I think if I didn't know all of the wins that you were having and um how much you were growing if when you always just came back and went to the office to work um then it would probably have a different impact yeah it would feel it would feel probably more strained
1: yeah, I'm so happy that even though that wasn't something we like planned from the start, that it helped our relationship.
0: <laughs> oh, number eight? I think I can speak to number eight a little bit. Um, having me on your journey, so using my skills. Um, so I think that goes to, uh, I, I'm guessing what you're talking about here. Um, I love to do research. So uh, if we're looking into uh, buying new things or comparing uh, equipment, Uh, you can kind of just let me do research and learn more about that and uh, having the equipment I love uh, taking it apart putting it together all that kind of stuff Um, and yeah just doing those kind of things even I think we're gonna do a little bit of graphic design work and some fun things like that in uh, the near future so look forward to that Um, Mm -hmm. so yeah so doing those kind of things it makes me feel more included and uh valuable and also improves the photography gig
1: no 100 percent like i obviously can't be good at everything i know it seems that way and i'm just kidding (laughs) but honestly like nobody's good at everything and your partner probably has a lot of skills that they could offer your business that you may or may not know of right and so that might come in the form of graphic design research Uh, Maybe they're really good at Excel sheets and and figuring out how to, you know, manage your accounting. Um, Like whatever it be that they're good at, there's probably a way that it could help your business out. And giving the space for your partner to contribute to your business in that way, I think, is really powerful. It kind of says to them that you want them to be not only part of your journey, but also contribute to it. And I think it is done a lot for, for the two of us because it has allowed rob to kind of showcase his skills as well and um let's say you have two people you have one person working on a whole musical on their own of course i say musical because i love musicals if that one person making a musical like did everything then sure some of the things that they're really good at will really shine through but then the things that they're not good at won't and so that's why let's say when someone's planning a musical they'll hire a choreographer for the dances like a set designer, a costume designer, the best of the best. So that way the whole production at the end, it looks like epic, right? And so that's the kind of the same thing where when you're putting things together for your business, if you can get the best of the best for every like little bit that is included in your business, then you're just going to have a better product at the end. I know like so often as creators we want to be the one that does everything by ourselves but the um, the sooner you can kind of let go of that and allow people like your spouse to be part of that journey and contribute their skills then the sooner you'll be closer to a better looking product in the end
0: essentially uh i said essentially that's not what i meant to say Um, (laughs) but yeah effectively what we're talking about is just playing to your skills so do what you're good at and uh I don't take advantage of what other people are good at and yeah. then bring that together.
1: Yeah. Um, so tip number nine is to have open communications. You might start off your journey uh, having open communications and kind of lay all of this out, maybe with the tips we've kind of shared, um, but that could change. So after a couple of months, if, if things are going great and you don't really need to um, kind of reestablish everything, I still think it's worthwhile to check in to see, if your partner's doing okay with, you know, the balance of everything, because if they're not, then it's a good opportunity to reevaluate and maybe um, set new expectations and just working together to get on the same, same page. Right. And, and yeah, what do you think about that, Rob? Yeah.
0: Because realistically um, everything we've just spoken about um, all comes back to open communication. We didn't start off with these set goals. Um, We just, had open communication and they developed into these um so i think just having open communication about everything and just kind of talking through it and figuring it out um will develop these other skills or partnerships
1: (laughs) i know i totally agree and last but not least tip number 10 is to take breaks i know as entrepreneurs and uh, small business owners, we want to just kind of work nonstop, but honestly, this last couple of weeks, I've, I've learned to take um, take breaks, and I find that when I am working, that the quality of the work is so much better because I'm well rested, uh, I'm eating healthier, and I'm just overall happier and more well and I think going into 2020 that's something uh, I want to continue doing is just being more mindful about what my body needs for me to be healthy and so kind of helping each other to stay on that on that track and promoting like better eating habits better sleeping habits like all the things I think is is good to integrate into your relationship and kind of Uh, help each other on that front because some people it for some people it's easier than others and i know a lot of people argue that like it's probably hard for everyone and it's just about you know committing to it but for us kind of getting into um better and healthier habits it's for me still a challenge but rob's been really good at you know cooking really good food and making sure we're healthy (laughs) i feel like that was the understatement
0: (laughs) of the year that it's very hard for <laughs> you. I sometimes have to pry the camera out of your hands or take your computer away from you to get you to have a break. Just, <laughs> just even time for yourself. Um, and then I'll go grab Hammy and uh, put him on you and, uh, <laughs> and for some cuddle therapy.
1: Yeah, our uh, dog is really good for, for cuddle therapy. There have been times where I've been so stressed out and exhausted That I like just want to cry for like no reason. I'll just look at Rob, like, I don't know why, I just feel so tired and and um, I just feel sad, (laughs) you know, when you're so tired. I don't know if you have that experience, but just put our dog on top of me and I'm just like, okay, I feel better. (laughs) Yeah, if there's
0: crying involved, that's Hammy's job, yeah.
1: (laughs) But anyways, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Legit Photography Podcast. I hope these tips help you um, establish a healthy foundation uh, f- for you and your partner. Um, it's never going to be a one conversation, fix everything kind of thing. It's going to be ongoing and something that evolves and and develops, but at the end of the day, I think what ties all of these tips in together, as Rob has already mentioned, is communications. And so, um, yeah. Did you want to add anything, Rob?
0: Oh, just thanks for having me on. And uh, <laughs> I look forward to getting to know um, all the listeners out there or viewers. Um, and, yeah, that's about it. Maybe maybe you'll You're let me best. on here again sometime. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see.
1: Probably not. We'll see. <laughs> Just kidding. I'll bring Hammy. Okay, I guess. I almost forgot what I like to do typically for these episodes is recap the tips. So let's start from the beginning. Tip number one is to explain your dream to your partner and how you plan on getting there. Tip number two is to set expectations when it comes to time commitments with your small business and when it comes to finances. Tip number three is to talk about what kind of sacrifices they can expect when it comes to making plans with friends, making big or small purchases. You always want to make sure you're on the same page. Tip number four is to ask for support and to show your partner what that support looks like. And tip number five is to ask your partner what they need to be happy and doing your best to achieve that. Tip number six is to set boundaries and rules, so making sure that you're on the same page when it comes to making plans during the week or, you know, maybe there's a specific hour in the day that you absolutely don't do any work. Make those rules and set those boundaries so that way you're on the same page. Tip number seven is to share your losses and your wins. That way they understand where you're coming from and they can celebrate with you and take on the burden of those losses. Tip number eight is to take advantage of their skills. (laughs) So if they're good at accounting or if they're really good at graphics, ask them if they want to contribute their skills to your business. So that way they're not just part of your business emotionally and for that type of support, but they can actually feel like they're contributing as well. Tip number nine is to have open communications and making sure that you always check in to make sure that although you've done all of these tips and have set those boundaries that you're also on the same page and and happy with each other tip number 10 is to take breaks i'm sure as an entrepreneur you can work for days and days and hours and hours but honestly if you take those breaks your the quality of your work will improve because you'll be healthier and more well so that's everything thank you so much for listening and watching this episode of the legit photography podcast with my guest robert gemmel my husband (laughs) he lost his mic now so i will speak for him as usual (laughs) um it means so much to me that you've invested time to uh improve your business if you found this episode helpful do me a favor and leave a review on apple Podcasts. that would mean the world to me and if you have any topics or questions that you'd like for us to address by all means, send me a message on Instagram by searching legit photography podcast.